you can't see it right now. You're looking at me on Skype. But I swear to God, Jackie, I got my eyebrows tinted today. And when I looked up in the mirror, I was like, oh, shit. Because we had this podcast coming up. And obviously we look at each other and I was just like laughing at myself. I was like, I think she put like the tint on my skin. My brows almost connected and it was, it just looked insane. And it was black all around my eyebrows. Um, so I spent the last like bit scrubbing my face with like a Clarisonic brush and like taking toner, nail polish remover, anything to like take out the black in my eyebrows. I know that's a first world problem, but I really thought you were going to have a field day laughing at me if I, uh, I didn't take a picture. I should have, right? Well, well, yeah, of course you should have taken a picture. Always document. I was so stressed. But I will say that your eyebrows do not look connected whatsoever. I know. You're good. You do not have a unibrow. Um, and I, I really don't see what you're talking about. Although your eyebrows are darker for sure. You know, the unibrow baby from the Simpsons, the angry baby. That's what I felt like when I looked in the mirror, I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, no, but whatever. It is a podcast. No one could see me. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. So you're fine. So we're good to go. I know. I was thinking about you today because one of our correspondents on NHL now had a Simpsons holiday tie. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, very really cool. cool. I know. Very cool. Anything Simpsons. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I always think of you <laughs> The Simpsons, which is really weird. Uh, but you do love The Simpsons, so whatever. It is It is what it is. I can't see Homer and not think Sophia. Are you going to wear actually some... Ho- Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you guys couldn't see that, but the little um, filter that we put in front of the microphone to like make it sound good just totally fell sideways yo are you gonna wear some holiday theme thing for your last show on nhl now for your what two-day break three-day break um yeah my last show's on the 21st i don't know if i'll go super holiday like i might i might wear red Mm -hmm. or something but i'm not gonna go too crazy i do like holiday wear though i do like going to holiday dinners and parties and stuff and wearing like sparkly stuff or or like red you know, just holiday-esque vibe. Last year when we did our videos around the holidays, I insisted on wearing those stupid reindeer ears, remember? And I was like, oh my God, no, it's so cute. And then I watched the videos back and I was like, why? Why did I do that? So mad at yeah, myself. I, I didn't hate them, but yeah, you know, it was it was a look. Yeah. It was a look. <laughs> it's over. Um, If you haven't seen our holiday videos from last year, you should go check them out. They're on Instagram. Uh, one is um, 10 things to get you out of your holiday responsibilities. I still so love that, that one. These, so that you can watch sports. We should repost it. That Those tips still exist. I mean, they're still relevant is what I mean. Those tips are still relevant. And then what was the other one we did? Oh, Naughty or Nice List. Oh, yeah. Our naughty or Nice are naughty List. On the nice List. Yeah, that was fun. Like when the holidays come around, are you a holiday tradition person? Like what is your jam during the holiday season? Because we're at that time now, which is crazy because I feel like it should still be October. Yes. Yeah, so uh, traditionally, I don't go crazy over the holidays. So we celebrate Christmas. Christmas, um, but Christmas Eve, my family. And the one that we are super strict and religious about is very awkward for people coming into the family, but it's my favorite in the world. And I'm going to make sure that my family, when I have kids, does it. So what we do is if you were Catholic growing up at church, did you ever go to church? You have a piece of host? 
Yes, it's like, I have right? Okay, to church. To yes. church. Not sure. Not sure. Um, my dad's Catholic and my mom's Protestant. I've been to church. Okay, so you have been. So you buy from this Polish church. You buy this piece of host that's very big, and the tradition is everyone or my dad, you know, whatever the head of the table hands it out. Everyone takes a piece, and then you walk around in the living room wherever you are to each person, and you intimately one on one share I would take a piece of yours and you would take a piece of mine and we share blessings like upon each other like I hope I wish you all the best for this for this but also something we really appreciate and love about that person and so I love it as a as a family because you never really go out of your way like I do not call my brother and I'm like hey listen you know what you're a great brother and I love this about you I admire this I don't do that so it's really awkward at first especially for people just coming into the family but at the end of the day at the end of that whole tour it usually takes about half an hour everyone's crying and hugging and you're just in this great mood because you just wished each other the best and told what you loved about that person and it's just anyway it's really nice and then you each take a piece of your host you eat it and that's the one tradition that we do every single Christmas Eve oh that's so sweet actually I actually really like that I was fully coming into this podcast ready to like make fun of your traditions (laughs) but I can't make fun of that because it's so positive and uplifting and I would totally be the person crying by the end of that oh yeah like I love I love everybody more wine please yes it's exactly Uh, but yeah that's because it's true it's it's one of the things I both love and hate about the holidays is that all of a sudden December hits and people are giving each other gifts and spending time with family and taking time out to sort of show their appreciation for their loved ones. Mm -hmm. But we should do that all year round, right? I know. So it's one of those things where, you know, you wish that it could be that way all the time, but it does make it more special when December hits that everybody's or most people, except for the Grinches of the world, are feeling very festive and they're all about family and fun and hanging out and eating good food and, and in your case, telling each other what they appreciate. I think it's super cool. Do you guys have um, holiday, like traditions? The Redmonds? The Redmonds. Yeah, we have a lot of them actually, mm-hmm. but none are, none of them are like that like sweet, which makes <laughs> me not even want to follow up yours with any of mine. But um. We do. I can't give full details about it because it's like a family secret. Okay. Okay. But on Christmas Eve, we get together um, with a family that we're very close with. A lot of my family is in Nova Scotia, so I don't see them at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, But we hang out with another family that is basically our family, Mm -hmm. like the type of family where I call them like my aunt and uncle, even though they're not type situation. Right. And we... The the closest thing I can tell you about it is that we all have drinks and we exchange gifts and we eat food and we get together and we have sort of a holiday party on Christmas Eve. But it culminates in the entire family. So all eight or nine of us, because my sister, nine of us, because my sister's married now, singing carols together. Oh, but there is like almost like a... Um, choreographed thing that goes with it okay and it's so funny and so ridiculous Mm -hmm. but you can't come to that and not 
partake. So there, I've had some of my friends have been there for it before. My sister's now husband obviously was welcomed into the family and had to take part. It's so stupid, mm-hmm. but it is so funny and so much fun because we don't do it until midnight. And so everyone's had a few drinks by then, mm-hmm. is feeling really great. And then we're all belting out these carols like at the top of our lungs. Oh my God, and that doing, sounds so fun. Doing like a bit of a... I don't want to say dance because it's not a dance. It's almost like a like a routine, but I can't really explain what it is because then it will take away from the specialness of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's super, it's, it's just, it's one fun thing that we do. See, but. traditions I think are dope. And I know that some of them can be annoying or an eye roll, especially when you're a teenager. Um, you know, this host thing, I was like, oh, what do I say to my brother? I don't like him right now or whatever, but it's, it's the best. I love traditions and I think we should talk because I know we hate well, some. What? I know. Let's let's do that. Let's do like f- best and worst holiday traditions. Can I please start? Wait, holiday ones? Oh, I thought we were, Okay, yeah, let's do the holiday ones. We got to do holiday ones. Okay. Well, we should do holiday ones and sports ones, but let's start with holidays since we're on the topic. Okay. Uh go. I'm going to be negative and start with one that I hate. I can't wait. I truly despise Secret Santa. Okay. I hate Secret Santa. Okay, I think why? it's really stupid. Okay. <laughs> Because for the most part, when you're doing Secret Santa, you're either doing it with people at work or maybe a group of friends is doing Secret Santa and you're all drawing your names out of a hat and there's almost always a spending limit on the gift. Right. So, oh, you can only spend $20. Like, (laughs) what the hell am I going to buy for $20? And so you're forcing people in a lot of cases to buy gifts for people that they wouldn't otherwise buy for. You're putting a spending limit on it, which one person always gets super thoughtful and comes up with a super creative way to spend their money and makes everybody else look like jerks because I'm like handing somebody like lottery tickets because what else am I going to buy? Right. Or whatever. Just stupid presents. I just, I just don't like it. I you think know it's stupid. So I think that, I think that you should buy presents for people that you want to buy presents for. I don't need secret Santa to get people gifts. Okay. You know what's so funny about that though? My family only does secret Santa at Christmas. <laughs> so thanks for ripping my back. I knew it. I was waiting for you to finish. Uh, is there a spending limit though? Yes. <laughs> Oh, what is it? Okay, 50 bucks. Let me tell you why. This is our reason. That's a little better. 50 bucks is a little better. I'm talking about the secret Santas at work where it's like, you can't spend more than 10 bucks. I'm like, all right, enjoy your chocolate bar from the friggin' cafeteria down the hall because that's what I'm going to get you. No, I get it for like forcing people to buy things that they don't normally wouldn't buy things for. The reason we did it is because we have five kids in our family and um, now my sister has kids. She's gotten married so and there are girlfriends and boyfriends involved. So it's gotten really big. And honestly, as, as we started to get older, I think we've only been doing it for seven eight, or eight years, but it, those are the best Christmases we've had because you buy for one person instead of everyone. Like what am I really buying my brother's girlfriend who I really love, but I see her only on, on holidays or my uh, brother's boyfriend who, you know... I also don't know that well. And you're going out of your way. You're stressing. You're spending most of your time in the holiday, during the holidays, shopping for other people and stress. In this case, I have one person on my list. It's 50 bucks. So you do have to be creative, but it's enough to get something nice. And that's it. And there's no expectation. They open it. They're not like, I wanted more. I, what did you get me? Or uh, you didn't get something for this person or your present for that brother was better than this one. It's one person. And then of course we all buy something for the, the kids and then all buy something for our parents because our parents are amazing and they deserve that they don't even participate they're older they're my parents are a lot older so they don't participate 
happy. It's just the kids. You get one present or whatever you get for 50 bucks. And the then Christmas is actually about enjoying Christmas. I actually haven't had stress about shopping in ages. And I love that. And so that's why we love it that way. You know what's crazy? I actually enjoy getting the presents for other people, even though I always leave it to the last minute. But I would argue that I'm better under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, I could care less about what other people get me for Christmas. Like I don't get hung up on that at all. I love just getting up on Christmas morning and making coffee and staying in my pajamas all morning and sitting around the tree, you know, opening presents with my family, but it's not about the presents. It's more so just the bonding time that I have with them Mm -hmm. at that time. Um, I don't know though, when you were a kid and this goes into sort of holiday traditions because the older I get, the more I realize everybody does it different, even though everybody does it the same, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, did you open your gifts on on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve? Because some people open them Christmas Eve. I do Christmas Eve. I've never done it all in the of them. All of them. Yeah, never had a morning when we did gifts. See, my so my both of my parents are from Nova Scotia, and when they were younger, specifically my mom, I think they opened all their presents at midnight. Mm-hmm. after mass mm-hmm. they would they went home and they opened all their gifts yeah and that was just their tradition now I never had that growing up I opened everything in the morning but I remember waking up and sitting at the top of the stairs with my sister just waiting for my parents to get up so that we, we weren't allowed to go downstairs of course we would try to go down and peak mm-hmm. um but yeah we had to sit there waiting and my mom is my mom so she's like washing her hair and like <laughs> making herself super presentable because that's just who my mom is but so fun. One more question. And then, I mean, I can stop babbling about things that nobody cares about. But were your gifts from Santa wrapped or just left out? Okay, that that is such a weird question because who doesn't wrap gifts? Mine oh, my wrapped. gosh. Oh, Duh. I am going to freak out right now. Okay, my so growing up, my gifts from Santa were never wrapped. They were always left out by the tree, which is the right freaking way to do it. All you have to do is watch the Santa Claus to know that it's true because you see Santa in the Santa Claus going down the chimney and he's just placing the items there out. That's how you know they're from Santa. They're not wrapped. So what was wrapped? The ones from your parents or whatever? Quote unquote. All All the gifts from my family and my parents and all that were under the tree wrapped. And then the gifts from Santa were out like on display so I'd come down to be like sweet PlayStation and I like go run over to it I had never heard of that in my entire life what ever okay 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 I'm getting really screechy and loud right now but (laughs) it's okay you're passionate for anybody listening please 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 don't make me out to be a weirdo here (laughs) tweet us comment on our Instagram, probably just tweet us, use the hashtag Jack and Soph. Please tell us, were your gifts from Santa growing up wrapped or just left out by the tree or the fireplace or wherever you had your holiday stuff? Okay. Please let us know. But I feel like most people are on my side because they wouldn't have it that way in the Santa Claus if that wasn't the majority of people. No, I'm so, I'm, I'm not. Did you ever think about that watching the Santa Claus that he was, that Tim Allen was leaving the gifts out they were just out yeah like now that you're explaining it I'm like that's sweet it makes sense but I doubt that there are more than one percent of the people in North America that would do that I never that's so weird everything no you are the minority all right well let's see you are what people Um, say 
One other thing I was reading about some Christmas traditions that I did not know about. And I came across the Christmas pickle. Have you ever heard no, about what this? The hell? Yeah, no, you mentioned okay. this. What is it? So it's just obviously the second you hear the Christmas pickle, you're like, WTF, what the hell are you talking about? The Christmas pickle is an ornament that it looks like a pickle. Okay. That families, apparently this is a huge tradition, must be an American thing because I know it's not a Canadian thing. And they put it on the tree. Some The parents put it on the tree somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the first person to find the Christmas pickle gets... It's supposed to mean good fortune, but a lot of the tradition is sort of turned into if you find the Christmas pickle, you get an extra present or you get cash. Oh, no. I've never heard of it before, but I saw it on the internet and it's all these pictures of like pickle ornaments. <laughs> no, I'd never, ever heard of that. Isn't that so and where weird? Did, that, did they give the history of why the pickle has a part in it? I, so if you know me, I have ADD. I didn't go that far into it. I just read the first thing and saw that's weird. And then I Googled it and saw that it was a very common tradition. That is so holiday weird. tradition. I'm look that up. Okay. Also, Apparently let us it started in Germany. Christmas pickle. Please let us know. Yes. I'm actually going to look for a pickle ornament and gift it to you. Yeah. Also, um, this is a sports podcast, so we should probably talk about sports. But one more thing. I don't like Christmas trees that are not green. Like get your white Christmas trees out of here. Agreed. Agreed. This is real life. This isn't Dr. Seuss. So we don't have white Christmas trees, no. okay? We have green Christmas trees. No, I agree. A hundred percent. Green all the way, white lights. Um, okay. Okay, so we're actually talking best and worst traditions in sports, correcto, Mundo? Correcto. Yes. Okay, do you want to go first or No, you go first. I've been rambling. Okay. I'm gonna go with the one I hate the most, the most, the most, and then we can go from there. I hate the tradition and I respect the franchise of the Red Wings, but I hate the tradition of throwing the octopus on the ice and then in Nashville, sneaking in a fish and throwing the fish on the ice. And the reason is, and I am not even, well, her hands are up in the air. I'm not even an animal activist, but think about this. How would the crowd react if I took a puppy and just threw it on the ice or like a cat? No, seriously. And I know that's like really dumb, but I was thinking about that. It's still an animal. I don't care if you think it's ugly. I don't care if you think fish don't have feelings or octopuses. But are the, the, I don't think they're alive. So if I took a dead puppy and threw it on the ice, would that be any better? (laughs) Right? Think about the crowd. I'm laughing, but that's not funny. But think about the crowd. The crowd would be like, oh my God, I'd probably be jailed because for animal cruelty. But why is a dead octopus or a dead fish allowed to be thrown on the ice? Answer that. There is no difference other than the fact that they're ugly mofos to look at. I thought you were going to say there is no answer. And I was going to be like, I I bow down because what am I going to say to that? Right? But I've never thought, I've legitimately never thought of it that way ever. But there is a point, right? And in Florida, the rats, although I don't think those are real. No, they don't just take a bunch of real rats and throw them. Ew. Ew. But just think about if it was any other animal, right? That was cute and fluffy. You'd be like, mortified and it would be banned. So I I just think it's awful. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the Red Wings because I love that franchise. And um, yeah, I I, I just hate that tradition. So there's my first one. That's your first one. Do you have a counter hate? A counter hate. Yeah. Um, okay. I have one and I don't know if I hate it, but I, to sort of follow your theme of pondering something um, random, why is it that in sports, the crowds are silent for things like tennis and golf where, yes, you need to concentrate, but like it's an individual sport. So 
you know, you're not, you don't need to communicate. Whereas sports where it's really crucial that you communicate with your teammates, like football, like hockey, it's so loud. I don't understand. Like why, what? Like a golfer needs it to be quiet so he can hit a ball that is stationary (laughs) and not moving. But a quarterback has to yell in a huddle, whatever his play is. And everyone might not hear it because they're in Seattle and they've got, you know, the loudest stadium ever. That it is just actually blows so my true. mind. I never, ever, ever thought about that. When you were first making your point, I was like, you know, obviously I grew up playing tennis. I was like, oh, no, you need it to be quiet. You can't be distracted. But when you argued that, yeah, plays where you need to hear, it's so loud. But could you imagine <laughs> going to a hockey game or a football game and it's like dead silence, like crickets? Oh, it never happened. No, it would be so weird. So I'm just saying that if you think about it logically, it yeah. doesn't really make much sense. Yes. But yes. it is what it is. The other thing uh, with the same sort of thing in mind And this is just something that I think is funny. Yeah. When basketball players take their free throws, no matter what happens, they high five each other. Yeah. Like they like stop. Like, oh, like you shoot and it's an air ball, but nope, you're still getting daps. Like what? Why? That's a good point. But I forget who it was. And I don't remember how long ago this was. I feel like it was a couple seasons ago. Someone, you know how, how, when you reach a certain point in basketball, you take your free throw shot and nobody's on the line. Right. And he shot it. And got it, but obviously nobody was lined up under the basket, so he just like dabbed himself. What? This what you saw this recently? <laughs> yeah, I just no, it wasn't this season. I forget when it was. I just remember that happening. That's so funny. I, it's, yeah, that like is a good point. That even if you miss, it's like dabs, dabs, and it is a free throw. I guess it's. I mean, it's obviously just a support thing. But yeah, oh don't. for sure it is. It's definitely positive, but it's just like if if I'm on a team and dude like puts up an air ball I'm not high-fiving him after like oh yeah yeah good job like no <laughs> no it's more it's supposed to be like okay you got the next one you got the next one no oh, but I guess that's the optimist way to look at it <laughs> okay so you, um you, what about the wave how do you feel about the wave funny you ask because uh up until like four or five years ago I loved it I was like oh my god I love doing the what wave. wait hold on you uh, liked but, the wave as an adult hold on I was just gonna say I take my nephews or I would take kids I babysit and it's like the thing they look forward to more than anything we'd count it down start the wave start the wave and so I just thought it was so cute and fun and then I was listening to Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler call a Blue Jays game and they were talking about how bad it is and that the players don't like it and that the fans shouldn't do it and why are they doing it and I was like oh uh that's me I guess and I didn't realize the majority of people hate it why oh because it's a distraction but it's fun. I don't need oh oh yeah we're like in the ninth inning of a tied ball game in you know the playoffs and I got idiots in front of me trying to do the wave I'm like there's two on and two out I need to see how this goes and you're standing up in front of me yeah again like I said with flossing if you're 10 or under and you're trying to start a wave I don't hold anything against you because you're too young to know better but adults like get out and of here! You're ruining so, the game. Playoffs, I get as well, but we're talking like game forty-one of a hot summer day, third inning. There's nothing wrong with it then. Yeah, but when it happens every game, yeah, then it's annoying. Over the course of a season, you're just annoyed because a lot of those games are against division opponents, and they're important. No, no, you're right. Like I'm not gonna argue that it's not dumb, but I just enjoy doing it so much with like my nephews. I was like, this is cute. And then you know what else I hate? What? Sorry. Yeah, that was. uh, Thanks for letting me finish my (laughs) sentence there. Sorry. Sometimes things just get in my brain and I just start blurting them out. Okay, well, I'm next, so go. Okay, I don't know if this is a tradition or not, but hecklers. 
Yeah. Specifically, I feel like they're mostly at um, baseball games. At baseball games. Yeah. Hecklers that aren't good. Like, if you're going to be a heckler at a baseball game, like, you need to be funny. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're just yelling out, you suck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, oh, you're like, okay. Like, like get that creative. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I like the funny hecklers. I don't like the boring hecklers. This wasn't on my list, but I do like creative signs, too. Like, that's awesome when someone comes up with a good um, sign to hold up. I'm trying to think of some of my favorites, but acronyms, and then they, you know, write a sentence or something timely about whatever Tom Wilson if he's done something or Ovi I love people who can get creative but what I was gonna say I love and I know that this has been a debate and I don't understand why I love and it has to stay the national anthem at sports the reason I do is because here we are in a couple of countries where you know Canada and the United States and in soccer some other cases um where you are in a country where you are freely allowed to play a professional sport that you love and get paid a lot of money for it. And as a fan, I get to go and watch people play for a living. And I don't want to get all United Nations on us instead of many other cases in poverty around the world. Stand up for your damn country. Shut up about it. Enjoy the game. How do you feel about the anthem? I don't have a problem with the anthem. Why do some people? At all. Some people do. They're like, it's a waste. What? A waste of uh, I don't have a problem seconds? with it. I think if you're complaining about an anthem, you need to like spice up your life. Yeah. <laughs> what? Spice girls. Um, the only thing I will say about it is sometimes I do wonder when a couple of teams are playing each other, like Alex Ovechkin is out there and half his team is Russian. Right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, they don't get their anthem. They're but not represented. But, the but NHL, you are in North yeah, America. Exactly. The so, NHL is in the States and Canada and that's where you're playing. That's where your paycheck's coming from. So there you go. And, and that's where the teams are located. So I get it. But I just think people that are complaining about national anthems need to, like, just get a life. Who cares? It's it's literally four minutes of your evening. Yeah. Not even. It's so short. And be lucky that, or feel lucky that you get to do that with your free time. Yeah. It's a stupid complaint. Um, You know what I think the best tradition, well, it's got to be up there for one of the best. What? I freaking love the ceremonial first pitch in baseball. Yeah. I one. love it. Some people out there are like, oh, it should be reserved for just special moments or special people. It's like, no, I want to see Sarah Jessica Parker attempt to throw a baseball. Mm -hmm. That is entertaining as AF. You know, like, it's so fun to watch. I love it. Or uh, 50 Cent. Remember 50 Cent's throw? One of the worst of all time. But that makes it one of the best of all time. Like, that's Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, I didn't most see that one. Most famous she's ever been. Google it. Was it bad? Was it bad? It was pretty, it wasn't 50 cent bad, but it was bad. Um, or yeah, or I like seeing, you know, the four or, uh, who was it? Um, Ovi threw the first pitch out cause the Capitals won at a nationals game. I love that. I love the first pitch. And that is a very good point, especially when you invite a kid to do it for a children's wish foundation, like good one. That's a good one. I didn't even think. Yeah. About I think it's one of the best, one of the best ones going. I'll put it up there with throwing your hat on the ice. Yeah. The hat after trick. a hat trick. That's a good one. <laughs> But I'm going to vent a little bit because last week, Patrick Hornfist scored the fastest hat trick in Penguins history. It was on free hat night in Pittsburgh. <gasps> so everyone that came to the stadium got a free hat, a free hat. Okay. And there were people that didn't throw their hats on the ice. Oh, my God. I was like, I literally went on the biggest rant about this on my show on Friday because I was like, that is so you dumb. got a free hat. It's not even that nice. Throw it on the ice. <laughs> 
Like if you're present for a hat trick for your home team player and you have a free hat in your possession, throw it on the ice. Hey, you know what would be good? I won't have time to do it now, but the history of the hat trick, how it started. Do you know if like one a long time ago someone started like where did it come from? I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, I'm going to Google the history of the hat trick. But actually, I was going to say um, when we were talking about traditions, that's a really good one I love. I love the rally towel in the playoffs and the whole crowd going bananas in, you know, whenever they decide their song comes on and they're standing up waving that towel and it's like a sea of white or a sea of whatever color. That's one of my favorite things. I like that too. And I would add to that. I really love chants. Yep. I, oh, love I love chants. when fans have chants. Yeah. Like when the Winnipeg Jets fans scream out true north during the anthem. Yeah. Speaking of anthems, because that's just their thing. And the Nashville Predators have a ton of chants. I I love that. What were um, the Preds? Wait, 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 wait. It was it the Preds that were being really ruthless a couple of years ago in the playoffs. I know that the Boston fans, thank you, Castle, so mean, but like creative no the one that I the one that I like in Nashville and I I'm probably not getting it verbatim but it's something to the effect of when the Predators score Mm -hmm. (laughs) they they chant um oh my gosh what is it it's something like um shame 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 um and the goalie like the goalie's name, like Jake Allen, you suck. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to Google it. It's so funny. But the best was when um, the Predators were playing the Golden Knights and and Malcolm Subban got the start mm-hmm. and he got scored on. And so the entire Predators crowd actually said, Subban, you suck. Oh, and then PK. Because they were talking about Malcolm, but it's just like funny that they said that. I think that's what I was referring to earlier when I said the Preds were doing something in the playoffs a couple years ago. It was when they lost to the Penguins that I was thinking about. But they were calling out the goalie and then saying, you suck. Yeah, I love crowd chants in baseball as well, but um, there have been some pretty good ones in hockey that I could think of, some mean ones. But I mean, that's the point. Like, I... Yeah, I, especially if it's in good fun. Like you gotta, you gotta keep it PG and keep it nice. But uh, chants are a good one. You know what I? Oh yeah, this what is what it, it is. I just looked it up because I couldn't. I had to do it. So it's like it goes like this. Let's just use Suban as an example. It would be Suban, Suban, Suban. You suck. And then they go, it's all your oh, fault. It's all your fault. It's all yes. your fault. Yes. It's all your fault. That's gotta be. That's gotta be one of the best chants. It's. In hockey, for sure. Yeah. But definitely up there in in the big four sports. So good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I like. Oh, I think if you are going to a game, unless you go every week, but if you are going to a game once in a while, and especially if you're traveling in a new city, you have to try the thing. I'm doing air quotes here. The signature and staple food of that stadium or staple drink or whatever. And I know many, many have different ones, but for instance, at the Rogers center, it's always a hot dog outside of the game. Um, not, I mean inside too, I guess, but it's always that classic dog. And I know that's a very classic baseball one, but stadiums are getting so much more creative with, with what kind of food they have their staple food to offer. So if you're doing that, I think you got to get that. No. No, I, I agree. I like the food thing just because I love food, basically. What else do we hate? Um, I actually, I want your thoughts on the kiss cam. Oh. How do we feel about the kiss cam? I like it. I I just think 
it's a hilarious watching. It's a hilarious. It's a hilarious. It's so funny watching people um, in awkward it's situations. It's a me, a Mario. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm Do you stupid. not like it? I love the kiss cam. I think it's fine. No, I like the kiss cam. I like the dance cam. I like all that stuff. My one complaint would be that the game operations people of these rinks now, a lot of times there's like planted yes, people. Yes. And I hate that because I feel like I've seen so many games. My sister used to work in game ops a long time ago. I can just tell when it's not real. I know. I love it when it's real people. I don't love it when they have this couple set up to like get in a fight and not kiss and then they like storm off. Like, no, like I know that that's made up. I so know. just pump the brakes. You're not that clever. Or the dance. The only person, the only person that's buying what you're selling is like the four-year-old that's like, oh, like what happened? Or the random person in the crowd that like dances forever and you know, does this crazy dance and the camera decides to stay on them. Once in a while, you can tell when it's genuine, but most of the time that's planted too. And that is annoying yeah. as hell. Those people make, like some people that do that stuff make decent money. No, how do you know? I swear. I can't get into it because I'd have to give away the person who does it that told me. But there's one person that has traveled to tons of arenas. They do a very specific thing. Yeah on the camera okay and they make thousands of dollars per game so thousands so this is a sat like this could be a full for two job. minutes it's it's something i'm not what I'm not the hell why can't we I but do i'm that. talking thousands for two minutes of work and they get paid travel and everything i don't know if the team covers the travel i'm assuming they do because this was like the first person to do this particular one okay and they became like known for it but I know I, I met them last year at one point. So wait, the playoffs. so now that they're known for it, though, do people still want to see what they do? Or is it like old news? Yeah, because there's tons of there's always new fans in arenas or fans that haven't gone to a game before and they've never seen it because he wasn't at that particular game. You know what I liked uh, growing up when elementary schools, high schools do, but especially elementary schools ask all the kids to wear the team color because they're in the playoffs for us it was the blue jays in the 90s um but it was wear everything and anything blue anything blue jays and so again i feel like i part of this is like a united nations let's come together my christmas tradition my not throwing the octopus on the ice whatever but i it's just so nice to see all these kids a lot of them from different backgrounds you're not friends but when everyone gets together for one thing in the school and the grade twos can high five the grade eights and I know that sounds so dumb but as a child those are the school days I actually do remember so I really like that that's interesting I, I don't think that my school ever had like wear your team colors really I remember wearing jerseys to school and stuff but that was just by my own choice yeah we had like but wear I, blue for the blue jays day did you ever, um, were you ever in choir in school? Uh, yes. So I was in the choir in elementary school and we once sang the national anthem at a Blue Jays game. <gasps> and I remember walking onto the field with the choir and you're so young, right? I think I was in the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And I remember just stepping onto the field and thinking, oh my gosh, this field is so huge because you're so tiny at that point in your life. Yeah. You've never really, in sixth grade, how old are you? Like 10? 12. You've never really seen anything like that before. No. Where if you're huge. in this massive stadium and you're not in the stands you're actually standing in the middle of center field yeah. which is where we sang it yeah and I just remember thinking it was so cool that is so dope I yeah loved and I think I that. walked by I think we walked by Carlos Delgado mm -hmm. in the like 
you know, the, um, you know, where the clubhouses are, where you go in when you're media and you walk in the back. Yeah. I think we saw him there and I just remember being so like blown away. He's famous and yeah, it was crazy. You know what? I, I just thought of this, but, uh, I, I think it is a tradition. I like when soccer players come out and they hold the hands of kids and they bring out a couple little kids and they stand there for the anthem with little kids. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what the point of that is, but it's cute. There's always something cute. You know what I think is dumb? What? And I shouldn't say this because I'm sure lots of little kids love it. But when they have people ride the Zambonis, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just footage that's going to haunt these kids when they're older. What? They're sitting so awkwardly. You know, when they do the ice with the Zambonis and they'll have kids like sitting. I honestly have a don't kid think I've ever seen that. Sitting on the Zamboni, waving to the crowd. No. I'm like, that's just embarrassing footage. It's going to resurface one day and you're going to be so mad your parents ever got you to do it. I don't know why I used to cover the Leafs for like, almost 10 years every game I don't remember seeing that but what I do love and they only do this once in a while in intermission I know you're gonna agree with me Timbits hockey when the little kids oh. play oh my god that is the I best. love when the little kids play they do that um here too in the U.S. it's awesome okay I love it so tell me if you made if you did this but I used to make my dad make my dad and he was like Sophia no and I'm not 10 at this point I'm like 16 we're okay. 17 and I, I lived, don't know what's coming right now and I'm so excited oh, I lived in this quiet neighborhood and it would be like 10 30 at night or 10 o'clock and the Leafs would win a playoff game or a playoff series and I would make him drive around and honk the cor- horn in <laughs> the, the corn in the corn honk the horn and I would hold my jersey out the window <laughs> or hold my stupid towel and be like woo go Leafs go to nobody and my dad's like okay that's enough like he'll do one tour I'm like dad you're hitting the main streets let's go and he would do it to humor me but he hated it and that was one of my favorite things looking back now moron because I wasn't downtown it's different when you're downtown and it's crowds of people doing that I'm the only one in my neighborhood driving around honking and looking <laughs> out the windows ridiculous um I did not do that but I did make my dad buy those you know how you can get those flags yeah. attached to the door I did make my dad get those and my mom hated them she thought they were so tacky but me and my sister would beg for them to get them on top of the on top of the thing which which actually makes me think of you know how people dress up their car now as like a reindeer they do <laughs> you've never seen that before where people put antlers on top of their oh, their maybe. headlights and then they have a big red nose maybe i don't know <laughs> i actually like you would most people would probably if they were guessing would be like oh yeah jackie probably hates that but i actually love it i think it's so funny no it sounds very much like because i'm only saying this because your mom loves like cutesy things i feel like your mom would probably do that or would she no not? no no she would find that tacky oh, for sure well, she, I, my mom would never put a big red nose on her <laughs> yeah, vehicle maybe not. Sorry, she really would not do it Sorry. but um what about okay I got one more okay one more in the in the sports tradition theme proposals at oh, sporting events I'm glad you brought this up nay massive nay unless you know that the girl that if it is the guy proposing to the girl or guy to guy or whatever it is but unless you know the person you are proposing to is a diehard would kill for this team and that would be their ideal proposal fine but otherwise I think it's the dumbest thing in the world thought okay so so my thing is not about the yes or no answer and I actually know people and have some coworkers that have done this so if they're listening I'm sorry for ripping this and and I wish you and your <laughs> other half all the best <laughs> in the world um because I think listen if it's what someone wants and you're in love with them then you're going to give them what they want right if that's what they want 
However, I just think they're dumb because nobody in the stadium really cares about your proposal. Like truly at their core, genuinely cares about your proposal, except for you and the person that's proposing to you or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's dumb. But more than anything, I just think it is so overdone. Like it's been done a million times. There's nothing like, yes, it's cool. You're at a stadium. There's a huge crowd. You're on the jumbotron. Oh my gosh, you're on TV. But There's actually nothing unique or special about it for you in terms of your actual relationship. True. No. It's just such a like, ooh, I made such a grandiose gesture. You have to love me now. Well, I know. And then it's like the person is like, oh, yeah, because they feel pressured to say yeah. I mean, they'd probably hopefully say yes anyway. And what if you wanted to say no? You couldn't. Not in that situation. Remember the Yankees um, two years ago in the playoffs? That guy who lost the ring. And the broadcasters kept going back to the poor guy. Do you remember this footage that I'm talking yes, about? Yes, and they're they're like looking for the ring. Looking for the ring, yeah. and he's sweating, and she's like, oh, no, her hand's on her face, and he's so pissed and so scared. And then eventually they found it. I don't remember where, uh, like in their jacket, or it fell, and anyway, they found it. But do we even know that was real? Yes. <laughs> or was that yes, no, the, the I'm sh- just joking. Okay, I'm joking. I was going to say the sheer fear on his face gave it away but I just love that the broadcasters were losing it laughing like that was entertaining and they felt bad for him but they couldn't stop laughing then he proposed she said yes uh, happily ever after and he didn't lose a couple thousand dollar ring but I just think like for me and and I think it's a personal taste for every girl and guy I just think I don't know I think a proposal should be more private than that yeah. Just that's just my opinion. I think your big your best point is the crowd doesn't care and you have yeah, just no. I would say I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't remember about that. But no. Is there anything else we're missing? I'm but sure like all season long, like all season long, these proposals happen. And now there's people that get married at Center Ice and stuff. Yeah. And we we do like a social media segment on my show on NHL Network. And so sometimes I have to talk about them. And I hate it, even though I'm such a phony and on the air, I'm just like, oh, yeah, so cute. (laughs) But really, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of talking about these proposals. Oh, teddy bear toss is good. I like the teddy bear toss. Yeah, that's for a good cause. I like that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff we're missing, but let's just get the list. Do you have like, do you have a tradition during playoff games? Like, do you watch your team in a certain way or anything Mm. like that? I think just because I work so often, the tradition's dead. Like I have to, you know, my shifts are so random and I have to work throughout the playoffs for the most time. So no. Did I used to? Uh, No, I guess the only thing was making sure I was with my dad. Um, But no. Did you? Do you? Uh, not really when I was younger a little bit more just like our setup and stuff but that all went away when I grew up right I know <laughs> yeah. our own traditions but, but like you said we're always working it's different now so I should I think we should definitely get the listeners to tell us what we missed a b if they agree or disagree because obviously there's stuff to disagree on um and yeah what their favorite traditions are so do that as Jackie said hashtag Jack and Soph, Twitter, Instagram. Holiday traditions and sports yeah, traditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's throw Let us know. Tradi- traditions in there too. Let us know and uh, how you agree with our rankings. Again, don't throw a fish. Don't throw an octopus. It's <laughs> cruel. Okay? <laughs> yeah. think, pretend it was a puppy. Just think about that. Oh, that's so... I Now you keep making me picture that, and I don't want to picture a puppy flying through the air. Exactly. So stop it's, it, Sophia. I know it's really morbid, stop it but right now. think about the poor fish. Okay, well, that's it for me. I think that's it for you too, right? 
Yeah, we're done here. Um, oh, yeah, episode definitely. 10, by the way. We didn't even say this is our <gasps> double digits episode. Holy crap. I love we the should have 10. had We should have had champagne ready to go. Uh, Remember when you were a kid and you were so excited because you were hitting your double ten? digit yeah. birthday? Yeah, 10's a Oh, kids are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. Doesn't I'm get double much digits. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, whatever. We'll celebrate next week when we do episode 11 which is a lucky number. Sure. Okay, girl. All right. It's been a slice. Thank you guys for listening. We Wait, appreciate where each. where follow? Oh, you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all of the places you can get a podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us. Please give us five stars. Leave us a review, all that stuff. But most importantly, please know that we truly appreciate each and every one of you guys listening to us every week because we know we're it is. So we appreciate <laughs> you listening to us. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.